You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. I've made it through another week. Got a little football tonight uh, that I think everybody will be tuned into to see if Utah can knock off USC again to give you reason to watch tomorrow night. Because if uh, USC knocks off Utah tonight, then you can forget the playoff. Uh, so hopefully the Utes will get it done tonight. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you want to get in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. If it has to last, it has to be tough, withstand the elements year after year. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. For a project that stands up to Mother Nature's best, be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood pressure-treated pine, the lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get only the best for your next backyard project. Remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer closest to you. Also, we have a new sponsor, and I'm going to talk to them this, about them this hour and the second hour, and they are also on the Gary Harris Show. Dad, there's some new condominiums uh, down in Northport, right there off the Black Warrior River, right down from Billy's and City Cafe. Uh, absolutely beautiful condos uh, down there. You can walk to all those places to eat. Uh, to the to Billy's down there to have a drink or all, you know, and we're going to talk about first and main condos throughout the show, uh, and we want you to go down and take one of the tours down there. Uh, that place is absolutely gorgeous, and I can't wait to get down and go see it myself today. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. Uh, several things. Uh, the blue plate will be uh, uh, Michigan over uh, Purdue. We're going to have Neil Callaway on today. Uh, it, it was at sixteen and a half yesterday. Is at seventeen now? Get it sixteen and a half if you can, or seventeen. I don't think that's going to make a big difference. But whatever you want, whatever it is, sixteen and a half. Yes, we're not. You don't want to. You didn't want to keep anybody waiting to have to listen to the whole show to hear the blue play. You just roll it right out there. Yeah. So the Patriots got beat twenty four ten. Max all upset, hollering at people and carrying on and uh, got all upset, got out, of, got out of character for him. Uh, Fox tonight, as Barry mentioned, the World uh, Hero Challenge. Uh, as we've already told you, uh, Tiger's not playing. There's three of them uh, tied at three under. Um, Sam Burns is two under. JT is even, and Spieth is not playing very well. He's plus four, so we'll see what happens there. But Ramsey. B. Charles Henderson yesterday in Class 5A, 41-20. Um, a coach at uh, West Virginia is going to be able to keep his job. That was at Troy. North Texas is tonight, uh, as Barry's mentioned. That's a 6-30 game against Texas San Antonio. 
Uh, tomorrow, uh, Kansas State and TCU are at 11 o'clock on ABC. LSU and Georgia at 3 o'clock on CBS. Clemson and North Carolina at 7 o'clock tomorrow night on ABC. And Purdue and Michigan will also be on ABC at the same time, but they'll be on Fox. Um, in basketball tonight, Georgia and Florida Atlantic play. LSU and uh, Arlington play, and Auburn plays Colgate at home. Galen Perry, who most of you remember, passed away yesterday, or day before yesterday, at age 84, great pitcher. Uh, so all we're doing now, folks, is arguing and discussing uh, the transfer portal, which will be next Monday, who's transferring and who's not. Oh, I'm surprised they transferred. It'll be, be the theme that Barry and I'll have. And the other thing that we're looking at is uh, people trying to decide if they're going to play in bowl games. So the players have the authority of everybody now. If that's the way you like it, uh, that's the way some people like it in the media, then it's the player's game, and they can tell you whether they're going to play or not. All right. Uh, Joe, explain this one to me. Um, Kyrie Jackson said he was going in the transfer portal. Then he came back yesterday and said, well, that's only for graduate transfers. I have to wait till December the 5th, uh, which I guess he's right. The portal opens up the 5th. Uh, so all these other guys that are saying they're going in the portal, I'm assuming unless they're graduates, they're just intend to put their name in the portal. They're not actually in the portal yet. Uh, maybe they've done the paperwork and it will hit on December the 5th. Uh, is that correct? Or all these other guys happen to be graduates that can go in at any time? Uh, it's my understanding that, that that's correct. Yeah, that either it's one of two scenarios. They're either, gra- they're either graduates and they're they're in there early, or they're basically just saying this is what I'm going to do December fifth. I think they're mo- I think out of the seven, most of them are graduates. I mean, Trey Sanders probably a graduate. Uh, Tanner Bowles probably a graduate. Damian George probably a graduate. Uh, Jack Martin a graduate. Uh, you probably got Trayshawn Holden as a graduate. Christian Leary probably not as a as a, as a sophomore. Only been here two years, uh, and then Kyrie as well. So there's your seven. Uh, so Dad, do you think Alabama, uh, Joe? You can chime in on this too. Not making the SEC championship game, which will be tomorrow, obviously. Um, does it? If guys were if they were playing in that, I don't think guys would be talking about tra- – well, they may be uh, transferring right now. I think they got to get their name, get their ducks in a row uh, to figure out where they can go, who's interested, probably try to take some <clears throat> visits and all. But by Alabama not playing, could it – you always want to be playing, but could it help them a little bit, try to get organized here? Normally they're playing and um, – I guess they get a little bit behind with some of the recruiting stuff. Most of these guys are already committed. If he's going to make any changes on his staff, it gives him another week ahead to get that done. So as far as organization and all that goes with players going out, going to look at players, trying to figure out who you want to get back, you you spend your time on that right now instead of worrying about a game on Saturday. Could that in some ways help Alabama for next year, the organization? I don't think it'll hurt them. It may help them to some degree. I just think they already know who's going to play in the bowl. They don't know which bowl they're going to be in, but they know the ones that are, they they know the main ones that are not going to play in the bowl. I figure. 
So they'll, you know, they're getting ready for that. They're not going to fire any staff members until this transfer stuff is over with on Monday to see who goes where and so forth and so on. And, and also continues, you talked about, to the recruiting. So I don't think to a, to a deep degree it is, but it's not uh, – uh, it, it's a it's a it's a turbulent situation right now with kids. Their 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 buddies is going tra- going transfer, so they think they need to go with them because they've been roommates for two years. Uh, one of them gets there and he can't you know he can't get in, but the other one can get in. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing too is I you know, and I'm seeing it now. Like there was a port out last night, and you don't know what's true and what's not. So I try to look at who's writing it or who's tweeting it. Tweeting it. There's about DJ Uangalele is going to go back to the West Coast. Uh, and it said USC or UCLA. Well, USC ain't taking DJ Uangalele, and maybe one other guy with him. So I don't. And they got a game tomorrow. So is that just somebody just making that up? I, I mean, that probably is. People just put like we had a. Somebody that writes for Ty because somebody put down that they were looking uh, for somebody to take over their lease in March. They wrote an article that the guy might be transferred because he's, well, come on, people. Because uh, somebody might would take over his lease. So people are tr- trying, like the Lane Kiffin situation, to be first, to get a story out there. Don't care if it's right or not. Let's just be first and get it out there and hope that I'm right. If I'm not, there really is no consequences there. Uh, Joe Kessler, I don't know what's going on, but you read a lot of the stuff on Twitter now about all these different people leaving, and you don't know what's true and what's not. That's right. So now, said, go ahead. No, I, I just think it's a situation we, we could have avoided, and it's going to lead to the biggest cheating deal you can. We're going to have a lot of people who have money. Schools who've gotten a lot of money. You have a lot of schools who can't. You have a lot of schools who the guys can't transfer to because of their grades, the Vanderbilts and the Stanfords. Uh, that's the reason the Stanford coach went 88 and out the gate. So it, it helps some, hurts others. And uh, it, it's, it's, you know, do the players deserve what they need to get? Sure. But they don't, we don't need to put it at the millions of dollars. We just don't. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. Well, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully they're going to look at this thing and realize it's not – best for for college football but we will see all right we'll go ahead and take this break got a couple calls coming in i'll even come back and take neil calloway uh with purdue uh, will join us at 7 30 um so we look forward to visiting uh with coach calloway two men in truck at 13 30 martin road east that's where you go pick up your boxes your packing supplies whatever you need to make this a smooth move where it's local out of town out of state let the professionals handle it no move is too spot big and no move is too small 205 247-5050. Two men in a truck. Movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Eastside Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 82 eastbound at Upper Columbus Road out in Coker. You could expect some delays there. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. It's the holiday season, and Townsend Eastside says, ho, 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 gotta go. Gotta get a deal, you know, at Townsend Eastside, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. The cleanup from Tuesday night's tornadoes in Green and Hill County is continuing as residents there work to get their lives back together. Hill County officials say some 40% of homeowners impacted near Akron were insured. In Green County, six homes were damaged, but 19 people were left homeless when the roof was ripped off of a building in an apartment complex. The Alabama Department of Environmental Management has okayed the city of Utah's request to burn a massive amount of vegetative debris left by the twister. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Ask big. Have you seen our artisan created diamonds? If you've been in a room with one, you can't miss it. Tom Osmond from Fincher and Osmond. Coaches took the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today, Tuscaloosa's high 66. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 59. And for the weekend, cloudy tomorrow and Sunday. Occasional showers are likely both days. The high tomorrow is 65, the high Sunday 61. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Yes, sir. Well, they're saying my volume's real low compared to yours. All right, Joe, turn him up. He's low. They're saying his volume is low. All right, Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Jumbo into the show. Good morning, Jumbo. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, sorry I haven't called in in a while, but uh, I have been listening every morning. So Thank you, sir. I called in. Um. I want to get yours and the coaches' comments on what happened with Jerry Stackhouse the other day. What uh, the going after the referee? What do y'all think should happen to him? Uh, I, I, think, I didn't see it, so Barry have to answer that one. Uh, there was a ref, one particular referee that he didn't feel like he was getting a, a fair whistle, and he was on him and on him, and then he had just had enough, so he went after him. I don't know if you saw the video. Uh, I think he should get a three-game suspension, uh, to be quite honest with you. Uh, the the police almost had to handcuff him and take him off. Now, I know he yep. takes security with him on the road, so I don't know if that was his own security or the Richmond uh, Police Department there, but uh, he's lucky his assistants came and grabbed him. He was about one second from swinging at that referee, which would have lost his job uh, there. So I think, you know, everybody loses their temper. I lose, but he went way over the line. I thought he embarrassed Vanderbilt, and I think they got suspended for, for a few games. You, what do you think, Jumbo? Well, you you know Vanderbilt has had some really good basketball teams in the past, and Coach can verify that too. They've had great baseball teams. Um and I thought it was a black eye for the school and for the SEC because, you know, the guy from Houston done that last year here in the Coliseum when Alabama beat Houston. 
and nothing happened to him. Um, I, I can't remember his name. Um, Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson. I think. And uh, nothing happened, but um, I think he should be given a hefty five, and I think it should be at least a five-game suspension because he's supposed to show class. And, look, I know on the sidelines the referees, you know, tick off the coaches sometimes. I've seen it sort of over the last 50-something years that I've coached and played. But, uh, you know, there's a certain point when, you know, the referees are the ones calling the game, and they're there for the safety of the players, too, now whether they're making the right calls, whole different ballgame. But he, he, he really gave the SEC and Vandy uh, a black eye. I'm saying five game in a, in a fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to send Dad the video of it, let him look at it uh, between – at the break, and then maybe he can comment on You know, I don't mind you going crazy on the sideline, but when you're out on the court, past midcourt, and then you're walking, you're, go, you're going off, and you go back after the guy, like that, the court's for the players. It's not for the coaches. If you right. want to act a fool on the sideline, that's one thing. But when you're out there, because what it could do is it could cause a brawl, uh, you know, between the teams there. So I, I thought he – I think he's got to tone it down low. He's got a pretty hot temper, and I think he needs to get some help with that. Has there anything else come out about that? I'll have to look. I, I hadn't seen anything yet, but I'm sure that will. Yeah, I've worked a lot of hours, so I haven't had time to do it. But yeah. um, I'll look and see if it is and okay. let you know. Okay, well, thanks. I appreciate right. y'all. Thank uh, you, thank you, Jumbo. Call. All right, back Go to back. the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Bryce in the show. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Barry. Listen, Barry. Uh, there, I don't think this younger generation has any idea how bad Auburn is tired of losing to Alabama. They will be like A and M. They'll try to buy every player they can. If Jimmy uh, opens up the checkbook and at Apple Money, it's gonna get ugly. And uh, Alabama slipped a little bit this year, but everybody would like to just lost two games like they did. But uh, I think. It's going to get to where we can't compete because of the money. And unfortunately, uh, they're going to have a 12-team playoff because what happened, I mean, Ohio State does not deserve to be number five. I'm not saying Alabama does, but I know Ohio State don't when you get drummed like that at home in your home state. Yeah, but I was listening to shows this morning and last night, and everybody says, what? You know, these are all people from from Alabama uh, saying, well, what would Alabama do to Ohio State? Oh, they would crush Ohio State. That's what all the people – come on, people. They wouldn't crush Ohio State. I mean, that like Alabama, they said they played so good on Saturday against Auburn. I'm like, huh? They gave a 300-something yards rushing. I mean, I don't – and Auburn's not that good, so I'm not going to base what happened on Auburn and said they would crush Ohio State. People are del- delusional. Uh, Bryce. Well, and, and I don't know if you saw it. I saw it. I watched the game, and, and I said, "Do these guys just forget how to tackle?" I, you know, nobody puts the shoulder in anybody and locks up. That's how you tackle. That's fundamentals. I mean, they try to grab them by the jersey or nudge them, and they'll put their arms around them, like like they don't want to tackle them. I never seen so much. I mean, uh, a Nick Saban team so uh, under. Not not prepared for the game, plus uh, the penalties and stuff. I mean, like, when that guy grabbed that face mask, that is so stupid. That we had so many penalties like that. That's what's killing us. You don't have to do that. He didn't have to grab the face mask. It's like they want to get their attention on him or something. I don't, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what you think, you and your dad, but. 
Well, I just think it's. Been, I mean, it's so undisciplined. Well, it's, 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 it's uncharacteristic of a Nick Saban team, but at the end of the day, they still are 10 and 2. And people say, well, they, and they lost two games on the last play. They also won a couple of games on the last play. So, you exactly. Know, exactly. So. We could very easily be uh, 6 and 4 or yeah. 7 and 5. Yeah. And yeah. I, I agree with 100%, but. Uh, they get they getting what they want. They get twelve team playoffs. Money, money, money. That's what it's all about. There you go. And, Thank you, Bryce. And we, you talked about letting the horse out of the barn. It's already out. No cap on anything. It's like a wild, wild west. Who is, who, it's in the bidding war. Who wants who? Yeah. Thank you, Bryce. Bye. Thank, Thank you. Bryce. I appreciate you. Um, Dad, so if a kid puts his name in the portal, and he's a marginal player. And then he comes back and says he made a mistake when he realizes he doesn't have the attention that he thought he was going to get. What you going to do? Your call. Yeah. Your call. Depends on what happens to what happens to you. There is that you when he does that, the assistant coach says, "Now I'm going to tell you if you can do this, now there's a chance there won't be anything back for you here." Yeah. you you better, and I want your mother and dad to understand that. And that's where that's where your consistent coaches come in. So, we, we, and you'll be no problems. There's no scholarship back here. We're gonna be full. Yeah, it's it, and I think these guys. Now, sometimes because you went to Alabama, I think people will probably take a chance on you uh, because they figured they go back because they signed you. You were probably a pretty big recruit. So they, those guys may have some places to land, but not all of them. I think you have to be careful. All right, back to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tony in. Good morning, Tony. Gentlemen, um, coaches, I got a question. Um, was playing zone zone defense in the NBA was it illegal at one time, or just kind of frowned upon? And if so, why? I think back years ago it was a little bit. There's a rule about zone the way you can play your zone, and I'm not sure what the rule is. That's well, there used question. to be you couldn't uh, yeah, you couldn't, couldn't play, play at all, all. Uh, yeah. and then you had to be. Uh, only so many people could be in the lane, but now you can play it. Uh, but not a lot of people do. I don't really know why, to be honest with you, Tony. I think they should play it more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it's to help scoring. Maybe I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why they would have done that. That that was always something on my mind. And and, and guys, you, you have offenses in basketball, a triangle. You know, with Princeton offense motion. And y'all's opinion: What does Alabama do? Spread what the, is, they're, they're, well, they try to spread it and penetrate. They they have some high post stuff where they where they'll screen the, for the guards to come off and roll. They like to penetrate with the ball and throw the lob pass back at it to to the big guy when they can. But uh, you know, run the break, shoot the threes. I, I don't really know what they're doing offensively that much except their their high post screens. Yeah, they, sure. they want to spread the floor with tremendous spacing to give the guards plenty of room to drive. And if you don't help, they get to the rim. If they, if you do help, they kick for threes. But they don't run. Only the screens I see them run are ball screens. Uh, they don't. They don't run a lot of stuff, Tony. To be quite honest with you. Well, that that was my thing. And and guys, the um and and y'all y'all know have forgot more than I can learn. Um, when you see a successful team that wins a national title or a Final Four team or an Elite Eight team, do y'all see that most of those teams? Run certain offenses? Are they offensive oriented? Or are they are they multiple? You, you get what I'm. I, they just don't. It it doesn't look like they line up and play backyard balls. Well, uh, first of all, they're good defensively, right? They're good defensively. They're not dogs defensively. Some better than others. 
But uh, offensively, they give them a lot of freedom now. We don't play inside-outside like I did uh, as Mm -hmm. much. Uh, I played inside-outside. Basically, they play outside-inside. They take it outside and get it inside. I did it the opposite. So that's that's fine. They've just played played a lot different. Yeah. Uh, There are teams that like to run, you know, the – there are teams that when they shoot a lot of perimeter jump shots and they're not making them, they're going to say, all right, forget that. We're going to run something. We're going to get the ball in the post. I don't ever see Alabama do that. Like, we're going inside on this trip. We're not shooting any threes. We're going to run an action to get the ball to the guy on the block. That's just not something. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. That's just not something that they do. Right. Well, um, I, y'all think basketball – I've been coaching football my adult life. I'm 45, and uh, I think football is cyclical. Um, I think that, um, that I think I played and coached in a, in a year of transition where everybody went from a more power to a more finesse game, and and there is no doubt in my mind it, it affects the defense uh, the way you practice. But uh, you know, on the back end of that, I do believe that Georgia has dialed it back a little bit. And off in, in football, they're not they're not quarterback eccentric like Alabama is, and and. And I do think that's the reason why they play a more physical brand of football that, and they practice physical. Um, is basketball that way, guys? Do y'all see basketball remaining a three-point game, or do y'all think it'll ever be back down to high-low post and you know low post stuff? With centers I, I, I'll give my opinion. I'll let Dad like the when Dad was coaching at uh, at Alabama when Nolan Richardson the forty minutes of hell. Yeah. Uh, the way the rules are now, they won't let you play that way anymore. They'll call hand checking. Now, you'll have seven fouls. And they'll be in the one and one. So you don't see teams pressing near as much. The rules in basketball have all gone to the offense. Uh, the defense, right. you can't play the physical brand of defense that you used to play the hand checking. Think about the pros. Do you think Steph Curry would be able to do the things that he could do back in the day in the 80s? When no. The, <laughs> I mean, they it's would. Pistons, yeah, no, that, that would happen. So the game has changed more to an offensive game because they wanted more scoring. And, and, and so I think the defense, in my opinion, dad, is at a disadvantage. Your, your thoughts on that? Yeah. You got, you know, you got to get to the free throw line. You got to get layups and you got to make a bunch of threes. They're not going to be a lot of little jump shots inside there for a two. Uh, North Carolina did try to, but North Carolina was very good. Uh, layups and, and threes, offensive rebounds. Uh, help you win as long as you've got great spacing and uh, on the other end you've got to guard somebody if you're going to win uh, some some teams d- defend better than others but it's a combination I think you'd say of both you know the other problem is Tony is all big guys now if you watch them when they go to the gym where do they go the three-point line they all want to yep. play out on the floor coaches honestly get to work with these kids about four or five months a year these guys play AAU ball now. So the really good ones, let's say they're in the state of Alabama. Well, they're living in cities all over. So all they do is meet at the site to go play in tournaments. And all they do is play. They never work on their skills. And so all the big guys now want to be guards. And so you just don't have the balance there that you've had in the past. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Thank you, guys. Thank I appreciate you, it. All right, uh, I want to tell you about uh, First and Main Condos. They're right down in Norport. Uh, they got three bedroom, three and a half bath, washer and dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops and electric energy, internet and direct TV are provided for free, 10 foot ceilings. They're large patios with upper level views 
of the Riverwalk. You're right there in the main part of Norport. Uh, so you can call and mention you heard it on Inside the Locker Room, and you'll get one month free. You can go to the website first and maincondos.com, 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month free. That's quite a deal. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Three more Alabama football players have entered the transfer portal. The Alabama Crimson Tide football team is ranked number six in this week's college football playoff rankings. The Philadelphia Eagles are creating a Christmas album for the holiday season. Three Alabama alums received NFL Weekly Honors. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Eastside Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on US 82 eastbound at Upper Columbus Road out in Coker. You can expect some delays there. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's the holiday season, and Townsend Eastside says, ho, 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 gotta go. Gotta get a deal, you know. At Townsend Eastside, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Coming up, Coming up. on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Friday edition of the game, we're going to talk to Anthony Tresh. We're going to break down the analytics side of Alabama football, Lee Sterling, Brent Beard, and we'll do a parlay pick contest even though the Crimson Tide will not be playing. All presented by Brian Hard Construction here on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Has the pandemic affected your business? Even with more and more customers going online in the past five years, online business has grown greatly due to the pandemic. Now more than ever, it's important to have a... countless hours it took you to wrap your trees and bushes and outline every peak and gable of your house with lights. If you've lit up your house in any way... We want to see it and share it with the rest of Alabama. All submissions will be qualified to win $1,000. So when your house is lit up, go outside and snap a pic and send it to us on our free app. Sponsored also by Hudson Pool Fine Jewelers and Townsend Honda. Let's light up West Alabama this Christmas. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partially sunny today, Tuscaloosa's high 66. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 59. And for the weekend, cloudy tomorrow and Sunday. Occasional showers are likely both days. The high tomorrow is 65, the high Sunday 61. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 42 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure Treated Pine. You want to build it? Build it to last. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer. 
closest to you. Always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, uh, you don't want it. All right, tomorrow night, uh, 7 o'clock on Fox. Uh, Purdue with a great opportunity to take on the Michigan Wolverines. Dad, we got Coach Neil Calloway. I'll let you bring him into the show. Well, he's killing my fishing. I, I hadn't caught a fish since he left, Barry. <laughs> he he probably says you hadn't caught one ever. Oh, I was a great yeah. said, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, hey, no, he does a good job. Has hey, he ever, Coach, has he ever cleaned a fish? Yeah. No, I watched huh? Well, no, the first, the first time we went, we cleaned him right there, and uh, right. he got in there a little bit, and he didn't. He wasn't a, he wasn't a main man, but he got in there. Uh, all right, let me ask you this. I wasn't would you, a main man. Coach Neil Calloway, would you eat a fish that he cleaned? Why, sure. I think. Huh? Let him answer. I think I'm, I might have to go back and, and examine it. <laughs> yeah, you're smart. Thank you you're very smart. much. Uh, All right, Michigan. Michigan keeps the ball on the ground. They're playing better the more they've played. Uh, to go into Ohio State and win like that. So tell us about your team. Well, uh, you're right. They, they do a good. They're a good football team. But uh, you know, we've done a good job. You know, I've thought about it. Uh, you know, since we played the last game. You know, we lost two games early that uh, it's Penn State and Syracuse that I thought we really played pretty good. We just we had a lot of unforced errors and we kind of beat ourselves. Uh, and then you know we wind up losing to Wisconsin and, and Iowa. And to be honest with you, we didn't play very good in either one of them. The Iowa game, you know, we, we're a team that's going to throw the ball and we had really bad weather that day, so that might have hindered us a little bit. But you know, we played, bottom line, we didn't. Play very good, but our guys. I, I tell you, they we got a bunch of guys that play hard and are pretty resilient about things. Uh, we got you know a good quarterback that can do some things, and if the rest of our offense can kind of step up and, and do their part, you know, I think we'll have a chance. Uh, you know, but it'll be a hard fought ball game, I'm sure. We're talking with uh, Coach Neil Callaway with the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, Coach, you know, several years, two or three years ago, people were. Uh, talking about Michigan possibly changing coaches, and they just kept working. Uh, what, when you turn on the tape and watch Michigan, uh, what makes this team so difficult uh, to beat? I think they're a physical team. Uh, both lines of scrimmage, offense, and defense, they're big physical guys that, that play hard and well-coached. Uh, you know, they are committed to running the football, uh, but they are adequate enough throwing it. To, you know, you could see against Ohio State, they're – Get to play play action passes off the run game, which uh, you know you know has been good to them. And then uh, up front, you know, uh, defensively, whether it be playing the run or rushing the quarterback, they're they're very physical and, and very good. Yeah, that. Um, just what 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 do you feel like you're about? Uh, tell our listeners the the best things you do on both sides of the football with, with your team. Well, I think, you know, for us, it starts with our quarterback. And, you know, okay. Jeff Brom, our, our, our head coach, who does a great job with, you know, calling plays and he can find matchups and things that, that helps us. So I think from an offensive standpoint, that, that's kind of where we're at. And I'll tell you what, though, we found a, a running back named Kevin Mockabee. He's a walk-on freshman that has really, really, you know, come on pretty good for us. I mean, uh, you know, you, you walk up on him on the street and, you know, he, just an ordinary guy, but you know, I'll tell you what, I'll take my hat off to him. He's, Isn't that he's amazing? A walk up, a walk up freshman. Isn't that great? Oh yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. <laughs> he, he may want really a scholarship good. next year, coach. 
Well, he'll get one. Don't worry. <laughs> but he's only like a hundred yards away from uh, being a thousand yards, and he didn't play in the first two or three games. So uh, you know, where you find? He's, where, where was he? He's from Indiana here, and uh, he had committed, I think, to go to Navy, and then uh, changed his mind and came on and walked on here. And, I mean, he's been a great addition for us. Now he really has. He's he's been good. But uh, so we can, you know, we can do some things there. And then defensively, uh, you know, I think we our, our front uh, seven, even though uh, we're probably not as talented as, as some of the other people, they do a, a really good job of. Of, you know, doing some things, playing the run and pass. Uh, so, uh, and then we got a couple of guys in the secondary that are good players. So, our guys, I tell you, they just play hard and resilient and and, and enjoy playing the game. And I just tell you, it's a fun fun group to be around. We're talking with Coach Neil Calloway uh, with the Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, Coach, you've obviously been uh, at Southern Cal in the Pac-12. You've been in Alabama. You've been in Auburn. Uh, so you've seen the SEC up close. Uh, and now you're in the Big Ten. Uh, is there a difference between the Big Ten style of football and what you see maybe the Big 12, SEC, uh, Pac-12? Does each conference kind of have their own style, or is football just football? Yeah, well, it's, I think it's a little bit of both football football. But I tell you, up here, and everybody talks about it, and, it's, and I found it to be true, you know, this time of the year, the weather can come into play. I mean, we've last couple of years, we've lost, uh, I'd say, three ball games, and I'm not taking anything away from our opponents, but we've lost three ball games because of the weather and, and it, it cramped the way we did things as far as being able to, to throw the ball and all that. So uh, no question up here, you know, come this you know late fall, you better be able to run the football up here because, you know, with the weather being, you know, that you're going to get, it's going to, if you're trying to throw the ball, it's going to, it's going to hinder you. So, uh, but, you know, nowadays, I think everybody uh, around the country has opened up and the pass game is a lot more prevalent than it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And, you know, I think it's uh, been going on out there in the Pac-12. But, you know, you look at the SEC teams, you look at Tennessee, and look what South Carolina did to Tennessee. And, and you know, those guys can sling it around too pretty good. So I think um, overall it's a lot of similarities. But I just think that at, at, at this time of the year, late in the year, uh, up here in the Big Ten, you better be able to run the football. And I think that's one reason Michigan has been so successful. I mean, Coach, you guys got an opportunity to win the Big Ten championship. The winner of the uh, of the game tomorrow will be be crowned Big Ten champions. Uh, get a ring there. How important is that? That's got to be a great motivational factor uh, for your guys. Oh, absolutely, it's big. Now our guys are excited. Uh, you know, we we haven't been in this position in a long time. Of course, I haven't been here for three years, so I'm not a hundred percent sure about all the history, but I don't know when the last time uh, that they won the Big Ten is probably when Drew Brees was playing. And uh, for us to get to this point, it's it's been you know, it's a feather in our hat. But you know, absolutely, if uh, we can get this thing done tomorrow night, then that would be huge for for the whole area up here and for the university and be a big deal. Yep. Yep. Well, I appreciate it. I don't think there's anything else. Have you seen Alabama play much this year, or Auburn? Have you? Uh, did you? Were you a little bit surprised with, with who they hired at Auburn? Uh, you know, no, I guess not really. I mean, I, I didn't know any more than what we all read in the paper. But it sounded like they wanted Lane first, and she was going to be second. I guess so. When Lane started, uh, decided to stay there in Oxford, I guess they went to to you. So, uh, you know, so I, you know, it's a uh, he, he's got a. Uh, Good track record as far as winning and losing games at Ole Miss. So, 
I guess like every, always, time will tell how it works out. Yep. Coach, I appreciate uh, it. let me ask one more question. Uh, 2024, the 12-team playoff, I don't know. To me, I, I don't like four. I think 12 is too many. I look at like Clemson who just – who just lost them, but they would still be in this playoff. It may take away something from the regular season there. Uh, eight seems like a better number to me. Uh, your thoughts is 12 right, eight, four? What, what does Neil Calloway think? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, don't know that I know all the ins and outs of it, but I think I said this before on the show. If you got eight, 12, or 64 like they're doing basketball, there, everybody, somebody's going to be mad at the end. Uh, you know, because we didn't get in. We're not in top eight. We're not in top one. No matter. So uh, I just, I think uh, the biggest thing, I two things, I would like to see it structured around the current bowl system to where, you know, we don't just destroy the history and tradition that we've had with the bowl games. And the fact that the student athlete, you know, when, you know I, what, what's too much? So uh, I would have lent, lent more towards um, eight than 12, but, you know, as long as they'll figure it out and, and and get the season done, you know, no later than a, the first or second week in January, I think it'll be fine. Yep. Well, good luck, Coach. We'll be pulling for you. Yeah. Uh, hurry up. And get back here so I can catch some fish. All right. I'll be there soon. Right. Thanks a bunch. All right. All right, all right thank there's you. Coach uh, Neil Calloway. What kind of fish are you fishing for? Oh, I fish for we straight line or straight line. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Straight line means you don't have a cork. You feel it. You're not fly fishing, are you? No. Joe, can you imagine? You, <laughs> Joe, you've dealt with that, right? I used would to fish you, all the time. Would you say that he Going is a up. Would you say that he is a patient man? Uh, one of the most, one of the most patient people I've ever known. Can you imagine him standing there watching that cork? The patience. If it doesn't start bobbing within three seconds, he's ready to pull it in and go on home. Ain't that awful? It, he'd have a he'd have fish nibbling on that on that line though. Oh, you think if he lost one, he'd be telling you how big it was? He's three feet today and do four you, feet tomorrow. Do you think he could get it off the hook? I thought that's one of, of the funniest. One of the funniest things ever was Barry Gene Stallings. We was on the very first two or three years I was at Alabama. Went and he caught a shark. I mean, it was a huge shark, and he was reeling it in. And he was so happy and breathing, and it took him forever. I've taken him an hour. The other guys would come over and try to take the pole away from him. No, no. No, he was bringing this shark in himself. Okay. He kept on, no, 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 no. He got that shark right to the top of the water. He got it right to the top of the boat. The captain pulled out a gun and shot, shot the uh, line in two. You know, if you could have seen. <laughs> Wait a minute. Old, so he didn't get the shark in the boat? He got the shot. The guy pulled a He had a pistol. He pulled the pistol out and shot the cotton-picking line in two. Now, I know Coach Stallings is a Christian man. Did he, yeah. cu- did he cuss? Uh, oh, sure. Did he cuss? <laughs> I guarantee he did. We'll ask him next time. Yeah, we'll ask it. him about that. Yeah, uh, that's right. Wow, that's not good. All right, uh, you got a new dog, Sam, Samantha. Yeah. Uh, I just mentioned, I'll just mention a constant com- companion animal hospital over on uh, 280. At the Narrows, 150, the Narrows. And you, I don't, you know, whether you got dog, cat, whatever you might have, you can get 50% off. They've got a brand new building over there. They've got a nice place for you to bring your pet. And Dr. Foster's a, a smart guy. 205-635-0313. 635-0313. Thanks. 
You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Eastside Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving along pretty well. Now, we do see some stop-and-go traffic on McFarland in the construction zone in Northport. Now, if you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the holiday season, and Townsend Eastside says, Ho, 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 gotta go. Gotta get a deal, you know. At Townsend Eastside, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Hi, it's Chris Stewart. Make this holiday season an adventure and get an incredible deal at Townsend Honda. Shop Ford, Nissan, BMW, Chevrolet, Jeep, Lexus, and countless hours it took you to wrap your trees and bushes and outline every peak and gable of your house with lights. If you've lit up your house in any way, we want to see it and share it with the rest of Alabama. All submissions will be qualified to win $1,000. So when your house is lit up, go outside and snap a pic and send it to us on our free app. Sponsored also by Hudson Pool Fine Jewelers and Townsend Honda. Let's light up West Alabama this Christmas. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room. Right here on Tide 100.9. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Welcome back to Inside the Locker, my favorite uh, song of the week. And uh, with my guy that works at my favorite uh, bank, Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their products and services. We'll get right to the Alabama One hotline. Mike Brown. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, Barry. Good morning, Wimp. Happy Friday. That, uh, song, that song pump you up a little bit, Mike? Always a little bit. It's like you said, I look forward to it every Friday. That should be your ringtone. That should be your ringtone on your phone, Mike. Barry, who has ringtones this day and age? Have you ever heard a phone ring? (laughs) Well, you put that. I don't know how you do that. Joe could teach you. I wouldn't know how to do it, but that should be your ringtone. All right. uh, We got past Thanksgiving. Christmas is right around the corner. I know Alabama One's got some special things going on. Tell us what's happening. Oh, absolutely. So at Alabama One Credit Union, we're always looking for ways to help prepare our, our members and potential members even for, for a great holiday season. And um, One thing, we always have these great product services, credit card products, until help you get into the Christmas spirit. But I've talked to several members recently, and the holidays bring a lot of financial stress. And I just want to remind uh, our, our listeners and those that you guys chat with and all, all the stuff that we appreciate you for, that we have a ton of financial services and tools that help educate you and help guide you through stressful financial times. So as a credit union, that's part of who we are. We like to, you come in and you say, hey, I'm kind of in a pinch or I'm trying to make my ends meet and want to stretch that dollar to the last dollar. We have everything from financial education with a great financial service partner that we use that has modules and, and great tools and tips on how to best manage money. But all of our team members are equipped to have those conversations as well. And if we don't have all the answers, we can get you in the right right place so what i'm really saying is when it comes to financial around the holidays it can be a little stressful but we're your helpful credit union so if you come in and say hey i'm just trying to make sure i got this and this for christmas or i've prepared these bills for we help with budgeting we help with uh, financial services so if you need a small short-term loan or even just need to talk somebody through what would otherwise be something that's a little bit intimidating like your finances or balancing your checkbook or or finding a way to prepare for 2023. Just want to remind our listeners that we have all those services at Alabama One Credit Union. 
Yeah, we talk about this from time to time. It's almost like uh, you go to the doctor, and you know you probably hadn't been doing You're, you're stressed out about going. You get there, and you and the doctor talk, and you walk out, and you say, you know what, that wasn't that bad. I feel pretty good about that. Well, everybody is at a different place financially, and you guys are there to help, not to judge. Uh, so if you're looking for a loan or something, it is what it is, and you guys will sit down with them. You'll map out the best solution for them, find the best uh, deal for them, but also make them feel comfortable. That's the most important thing. I think Alabama One does a great job doing that. Uh, we appreciate that. Very something that we pride ourselves on is, you know, we we want to continue to do loans and grow as a, as an organization, but only if it helps our membership. So if that service, that loan, that deposit, you know, we've, we've just recently made some adjustments and increased our CD rates to help you store money. It may be, hey, I just need to move money from one organization, like one other bank over to the credit union. We help you out with that. And we go over the good and the bad. You know, if it helps you out today, that's great. If it helps us out in six months, 12 months from now, let's find a way to prepare for that and meet those objectives and those goals and let Alabama One Credit Union be your financial partner through whatever the situation may be, good or bad. Yep, so you go to www.alabamaone.org. Or you can swing by any one of the branches, not only in this area, really throughout the state, right, Mike? Oh, absolutely. So we have the, the 18 locations throughout the state. Like you said, the website is an amazing tool. So we are equipped at the branch. We're equipped online. We're always looking for ways to help you out. All right, Mike. Dad, what kind of season do you think Florida State had? Nine and three, baby. Five Ooh. and three in the league. <laughs> of course, they... Clemson was eight zero in the Atlanta. They were five and three. What, what do you think about the Seminoles, Dad? Should Mike? Well, I think it was a heck, a heck of a win to, to come back. You know, to win, to be ahead in that game, and then lose the lead, and then hold them off and, and score again and win. I think I think guys done a good job, Florida State. Y- y'all, ha- you think y'all happy, Mike? Everything's heading in the right direction. Or are y'all ready to change coaches down there? No, no, no. Look, I am. I don't know if y'all saw. We had Willie Taggart previously. I think he went to was it FAU, and he's yeah. already no longer there. So. Norvell's the coach that we're happy with, and I love watching his passion for the players as a as a true coach. He gets down to their level, and he's always looking to make these guys better. Uh, and we're starting to see some of the fruits of those efforts on the uh, on the old scoreboard and the the record. So we're very 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 happy as a Florida State nation. You guys got the best program in the state right now, don't you, Mike? Pretty much. I mean, Florida State champions, right? Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Mike, uh, you got the. You got anybody with you this morning, or are you by yourself today? I never know who's with you. No, no, I'm riding solo, but I'll give you the old solid go, Knowles. It was a, an amazing finish to an amazing season, and it's been a long time coming for the for the Florida State football fans. Now, basketball, if they could just kind of catch up to some of the Oof. the momentum that we have, because uh, when football wasn't doing so well, I'd brag and be like, oh, we're more of a basketball school. Well, right now, that's really not the case. So it's, it's been a challenge with the old basketball season, but we'll see how they hang in there this year. You're the best, Mike. www.alabama1.org. Thank you, Mike. Take care, guys. Bye. All right, there's Mike Brown with Alabama One. All right, uh, Joe and Dad, Tuscaloosa Thread put an article out. I guess the president was out at the University of Alabama was out speaking. Uh, I put the article on my on our uh, show website. Dad, they're gonna. Plans to replace the Coleman Coliseum are not expected to proceed anytime soon, according to Stuart Bell, president of the University of Alabama. Come on, people. We've gone from we're going to redo Coleman Coliseum. Then now we're going to build a place. Now we got it put on the back burner again. They're talking about the cost of going up. 
the cost ain't ever going down. Uh, that I know I won't get you to really comment on unless you want to. Joe, your thoughts there? I think it's if they were building it for football, they'd find the money. Be done already. Come on. Bad thoughts about that? Is it time to get a new arena here? Let's make it happen. Come on, Alabama's got money. We act like we're poor over there. Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I knew I couldn't get him no, to I comment there. Whatever they, you know, they, if they don't have the money, they don't have the money. They've got. Like, I don't know what they're doing with the golf thing there. I, I really don't know. I don't know enough about it to really comment. Do you really? Do you think? That NIL hurts people giving towards these uh, these kind of kind of projects. Sure, ain't yeah. no doubt. No, I think they're not going to send it to son. Yeah, I agree to that. So you got to decide what you want, but I think you got to get an arena. Uh, this has been they went through a big plan to redo Coleman, then that blew up, then they went th- and just come on, make it happen. Find us somebody to name it after something. It's got to happen. You can't keep putting it off. Date Oats. And these guys deserve better, and it's time to make it happen. Uh, and then we keep pushing it, pushing it, and pushing it. We want to thank Pressure Teeter Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want to go to yellowwood.com for the dealer that is closest to you. When we get back, Joe, I'll even let you and Dad ask me questions. My point guard, uh, Walker McKee, uh, we're off to a 3-0 and start. He's averaging about 22.5 points a game. Uh, this kid is an extremely hard worker. When your best player, and I don't know what I'm saying, I think everybody knows he's my best player, but when they're your hardest worker and your most dependable, uh, you got something special. We look forward to visiting with Walker here for a few minutes when we get back from break. This is Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving along pretty well. Now we do see some stop and go traffic on McFarland in the construction zone in Northport. Now, if you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the holiday season, and Towns of Nissan says, Ho, 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 gotta go. Gotta get a deal, you know. At Towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. You know what happens in a plasma chamber? Big stuff. Science stuff. Diamonds. I'm Tom Osmond. Fincher and Osmond Jewelers carries countless hours it took you to wrap your trees and bushes and outline every peak and gable of your house with lights. If you've lit up your house in any way, we want to see it and share it with the rest of Alabama. All submissions will be qualified to win $1,000. So when your house is lit up, go outside and snap a pic and send it to us on our free app. Sponsored also by Hudson Pool Fine Jewelers and Townsend Honda. Let's light up West Alabama this Christmas. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Friday edition of The Game, we're going to talk to Anthony Tresh. We're going to break down the analytics side of Alabama football, Lee Sterling, Brent Beard, and we'll do a parlay pick contest even though the Crimson Tide will not be playing. All presented by Brian Hard Construction here on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. A Town Square media station. One man to beat. You can forget about it. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room, presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. Andrew's my agent. Let him become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Don't just pay your insurance bill. Well, pay it, but know what you're paying and let Andrew run a quote for you, whether it's home, life, auto. I made the change well over a year ago. It's been great for me. 205 722 Zero one. Right, we know every Friday, Joe, uh, around eight o'clock, we uh, promote Tuscaloosa Academy. The players, the coaches, uh, the teachers out there, the the school, all the things that they do uh, for the kids. And uh, today, we're fortunate. And uh, before I get him on, we got uh, a guard who's been with me. This is my fifth year there. Walker's been there the entire time. So, Walker, anything you say during this interview will not be held against you. So you can uh, be. Be honest, uh, Deb and Joe, but this guy gets me in trouble all the time because he's always wanting to be in the gym. Always. I finally just said, all right, Walker, here, take my keys uh, and just go get in the gym. And they want to know, how is he getting in the gym? Well, I had to give him my keys because I had some honeydews listed that he's always in there. So good morning, Walker. I know I'm keeping you from class. How you doing this morning? Hey, Walker. Good morning. Good. How about you? Uh, Walker, this is uh, Barry's dad. Uh, are you getting enough shots in the games? Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting them, just not hitting them yet. But <laughs> his dad, I mean, I, his I thought maybe you going. I thought maybe you were going first. Oh no, he the, it, it, he has nothing to fuss about about his shot attempts. Uh, I, I give him his. His light is so green, it's neon. Uh, so I let, let, but he earns that. He earns it by getting in the gym uh, and working. Uh, Walker, talk about the season so far. Uh, Walker does not play football. He is a punter, uh, but he decided not to punt this year. So we've we've grinded uh, here ever since September. The games are here now. Just talk about how much you've enjoyed the season so far. Uh, well, so far, I mean, we're three and zero, so can't really get better than that but there's still a lot that we have to work on and i mean so far not hitting shots but that'll come yeah talk about uh you know how much work you put in uh dad he's one of these guys even if he has a great shooting night he's wanting to get back in the gym the next day if he has a bad shooting night he's back in the gym uh the next day he'll shoot you know, 500,000 shots a day. Just talk about where did you learn that work ethic from? I hear your daddy was a good player, Walker. Where, where did you learn the work, work ethic? Yeah, that's where it came from, I guess, because he, ever since I was a little kid, I mean, he was wanting to go out in the driveway, shoot for a long time, and then just got to the point where I could just finally do that on my own and not have him kind of, guiding me through it i just wanted to but so that's just something that came with age and something i've been doing since i was a little kid yeah dad this kid uh works extremely hard dad in much like you uh when you were coaching certain players knew things that would make you mad uh and and walker 
he and, and Blake, who've been with me, they know things in practice that make me mad. So now they will start jumping on the players because they don't want to run. Uh, what are some things that make me mad, Walker, that I might put y'all on the line and run, <laughs> run you for? Uh, got a long list, so I'll try to keep it short. Yeah. Um, not calling the guy's name when you throw him the ball. Yeah. Not calling the ball whenever your guy catches it. Uh, not being where you're supposed to be on defense. Just playing sloppy. Not playing up to how you – I mean, just the little things that are important. Yeah. Dad, if you ever want to play a good game with your team – I always every time they pass the ball, I make them call the guy's name they pass the ball to. Good. So one day I yeah, said, I, I tell you what, today we're not gonna do that. When you pass the ball, I want you to pass when you pass the ball, the guy wants you to call his girlfriend's name. <laughs> Whoa. Dad, you heard a lot of great crazy things come out. Uh, did we told you if you want to find out who they're dating, that's how yeah. you do it. Did you ever try something like that? Oh, Probably got issue. I would, I would call out the wrong. She, one of them might not know he's she's he's dating the other one. Yeah. That, so yeah, when they both <laughs> call out, they pass it to different people and they say the same name. That's not good. Uh, you got wow. teammates uh, dating uh, the same girl. All right, uh, Walker. Tonight uh, we play Holy Spirit, which I know you guys got friends over there. Uh, we, yes, we, we love the people over at Holy Spirit. Uh, we run play some. ACA, a lot of these local teams, which really hadn't gotten to do much in the past. Uh, and you guys will compete hard on the court, I know, but your friends off the court. Just talk about the change going to the AHSAA, getting able to play these local teams, uh, how much you're going to enjoy that. I enjoy um There's a lot of people from other schools like around here that been, a lot of us have known pretty much our whole life and then like been playing in the AISA, I mean, you didn't really have that. Like, you didn't grow up with any of those kids. You just kind of knew them through sports. But um, the AHSA is going to be a lot more interesting. Just playing against people you've known your whole life. Just um, kind of feeling like you can joke around with them on the court, but, I mean, not really. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I've been talking to will like about it for a while just we're both excited to play yeah all right walker i tell you i tell you son you need to enjoy it while you can because it, it it gets by fast you look yes, up sir. have a wife and a bunch of kids and ha- going to work and but enjoy what you do i know that y'all y'all having a good year and you've got a good team and he's gonna make you behave and uh play the right way so i Congratulations to you, and just enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, uh, he's right. When you get older, you'll be telling everybody about how how good you were. Uh, we got a lot of these. We got an alumni game coming up. Won't be too long, uh, Walker. To your uh, playing that. Dad, I need some advice on how to coach him. Now, this kid is hard on himself. Like if he misses a shot, he gets really mad at himself. I'm like, dude, you're not going to hit every shot. Uh, what? Do you, how do you handle a guy that's always uh, I want him to care. He does, but I got well, I got to get mad about it. He 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 needs just to just to very quickly in one sentence or one mind thought think of why he, why he he did what he did, why he missed it, why he made the bad bad pass, why rather than being mad about it, why so he won't do it again. Marker, you don't ever have to shoot with one eye on the bench. Have I ever said anything to you about shot selection? <laughs> no, sir. It's just it just. I mean, I'm. I don't expect to make every shot. Yes, you I mean, do. Yes, you do. 
it just gets to the point where it's just dang. I mean, these last two games have been a little rough. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, hey, Walker, yes, raise sir. your elbow. Raise, raise your, your elbow. right elbow. Raise your right elbow. It'll go in. All right, uh, Walker, real quick before we let you go, you got to get to class. Talk about your teammates. Uh, you guys, uh, a really close group on and off the court. I'd hate to see the text messages that you guys have uh, talking about myself and Coach Acker, but we'll let that uh, stay the team stuff. But just talk about what these teammates, maybe mention some of the guys and what they mean to you. Uh, these guys are great. It's a great group to have. Um, and like you said, me and Blake have been – with you since we were in eighth grade and and adding Jeffrey to the team he's he's been great he's just a great guy to be around and he's really helping us inside and then Bubby he's really stepped up and Bubby like over the, William sorry yeah no it's good I like Bubby Go uh, he's really stepped up over the last year gotten a lot better and so is Ellis and uh and Brock, last night, he played. Great, hey, really. Dad, I, I pulled one of your things last night. We got a kid, our, his dad's our AD, uh, and he, he works really, really hard. And I started him last night, and I put him on a kid that could really play. And I said, I tell you what, you can stay in until he scores. And he got <laughs> after that guy. <laughs> he was all, well, D. Walker, he was all over that kid <laughs> trying to not yeah. let him score. Yeah, it was fun to watch for sure. No doubt. Well, get to class, my man, and uh, all right, learn something. Get some of those students there tonight. Y'all's student section, our student section was pitiful last night. So get them to the game today, Walker. I'm putting you in charge. I, I have, yes, sir. I have a feeling it'll be a little better tonight. It can't be any worse. Thank you, Walker. Thanks, y'all, so much. Thank you. Great. All right, uh, yeah, that guy's a he's a coach. When you got your He's got the mentality of Gary Waits. Uh, when you have your best players that work the hardest and, and they're in there all the time, that, that makes your job a lot easier, doesn't sure it? Sure does. does. Yeah, it really does. It makes it, makes it easier with the other kids, too. They make them more interested. Yeah. One, two, like that. Yeah, nobody can ever question uh, anything that he does based on his work ethic. So if you're listening to that, always have good body language. And work extremely hard, and the people will follow you. Royal, uh, Clayton, go ahead, go ahead. No, we go on. Well, Sonny's not going to be on today for our listeners. And Scott, who won at game number eight last night in a barn burner, that he didn't play very well. I don't think he thinks he did. Uh, they weren't ready to play, or whatever. But uh, he's going to be on here in about three minutes. Okay. Uh, and Sonny's wife's not well today. Hmm. Very. Oh, not good. All right, uh, we'll take this break. We'll get back, and then we'll get Scott on, uh, the head coach at Faulkner. I know they uh, were ranked in the top ten. Uh, they Have they lost yet? I just pull it up. No, look. no there you go. Eight and no. Nice. Royal Cleaners, pick up and deliver. They want to make life easy for you. You just give them a call. They'll come right to you. Pick the laundry up. Get it cleaned up. Deliver it right back. You want to drop off. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Moorport, or 4851. Rice Mine Road. Give Royal Cleaners a day. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room, 205-391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Friday morning, almost unbelievably, Christmas wreaths are still hanging on the front doors of a building at the Sagewood Apartment Complex in Utah. That's where the roof was ripped off by Tuesday night's EF1 tornado. Some of the 19 people living in that building are being sheltered at the Young Community Center in Utah. The city has announced that shelter will stay open as long as it's needed. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving along pretty well. Now we do see some stop and go traffic on McFarland in the construction zone in Northport. Now if you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the holiday season, and Townsend Nissan says, Ho, 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 gotta go. Gotta get a deal, you know. At Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like our... Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking... Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today, Tuscaloosa's high 66. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 59. And for the weekend, cloudy tomorrow and Sunday. Occasional showers are likely both days. The high tomorrow 65, the high Sunday 61. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. First and Main Condos right there in Northport. First and Main Community, a brand new gated condominiums located in the historic, historic downtown Northport from a riverfront location. You'll enjoy the easy access walking along the Black Warrior River, dining, shopping downtown in downtown Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama. You're just a stone's throw away from there. Uh, we appreciate those guys being an advertiser on our show, go to firstinmaincondos.com. These places are absolutely beautiful. Three bedroom, three and a half bath. You tell them you heard it on the inside the locker room, Joe. One month of free rent. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard it. You want to come take the tour. 205-657-7465. Or you can go to the website, firstinmaincondos.com. Dot com. All right, get to the first domain condo hotline here. He is my brother. Uh, he is the head coach of the Faulkner Eagles. Dad cheated you out of a win. He said you were 8 0, Scott, but you're currently 9 0. Well, uh, what's one game here? Uh, what's one game? Uh, yeah. Good morning, Scott. How are you? 9 0. I'm doing good. How you guys doing? You can't, you know, you can't trust him. You know that. Yeah, 9 0. Uh, tell us what's happening this season what are you guys doing right to be yeah um we take care of the ball we have 
it was outside of last night, we we normally have single digit turnovers in in an eighty possession game. So we're playing fast. Uh, we really, really, really shoot it, and all of our guys, all of them, one through sixteen, are all in. They're all in. So if you have that combination and um, you can coach a little bit, you're going to win some games, and that's what's going on right now with us. Um, talk a little bit about uh, you're in the NAIA, your, your league down there. I know uh, that the players, when I came and watched you guys play, I, I'm blown away at the talent level. I think some people think, oh, the NAIA, junior college, it's not a – uh, these players, especially the guards, are just as good as these guys playing in, in Division One. A lot of these guys can play Division One. Just talk a little bit about your league and, and the talent level uh, at y'all's in y'all's conference there. Yeah, our, you know, last year, you know, the two teams, Loyola and Talladega, played for the national championship. They were Loyola's the national champion, and now, you know, Miles Burns is starting for Ole Miss. Their other kid, Reitzel, was playing for Marquette, and then their point guard starting for Texas State on the national championship team. Um, so that tells you the level of our competition. There's multiple guys that are good enough to play Division One basketball, especially at the guard position. We just don't have the six eight, six nine guys at the post. Um, but I always tell people you'll be shocked at how good those guys. I mean. I got one one kid for sure that could have played at any of the Division One schools that I was at since I've been since I've been coaching, and the talent level is really good. And um, uh, our league is not quite as good as it was last year. It's good, but not quite as good as it was last year. We 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 had four teams in the top twenty five all year last year, and, and this year that's not necessarily the case. But the talent level is extremely high. Yeah. That- Scott, if you, do you get uh, guys overseas? Do you hear about guys in Georgia or around the southeast, or do you? You know, I think you've got a couple of kids who've been overseas and come and found out about coming to the Faulkner. Tell our listeners how, how that works. Well, we had a, we had a pipeline into Serbia. I mean, two years ago, the best player in NAI, uh, Milan, he's over and playing in Serbia right now. Uh, we had a pipeline there. There's a guy in Florida that that has connections uh, uh, with the with the people in Serbia, and, and if you do right by those kids and you take care of them and they have good careers, you know, as you know, they'll they'll, they'll send you more. They'll send you yeah. more. Now, all of a sudden, the, the last couple of years, we've had an as you'll know, we've had an administration change at our school, and so now getting the foreign kids is a little more trickier a little more difficult to get those kids in because there's a few more hoops you got to jump through so yeah, you got to get the last two years out yeah go ahead do what the last you two years we haven't had it why them out why out some them grades no yeah yeah <laughs> the last two years or so the last two years we have not had is we've not had the foreign influx that we have had just because there's been some change in administration and but like our best players right outside of Atlanta at Archer High School, and I mean he's our first team All American. He just, I mean he's been playing two years and eight or nine games, and he scored over his thousandth point already last night. Um, I mean he's a he's a next level player. He really, I mean he can score to all three levels. He takes care of the ball. He defends. He rebounds. Um, you know we got some good. We got good. We got good players. Uh, Scott, you guys play in the NAIA level. Talk a little bit about uh, 
Obviously, you're still in the regular season at 9-0. and I think you guys have actually played a conference game or two. But uh, talk about the national tournament, how that's handled. I know it's changed a little bit from what it used to be. Everybody used to go, I believe it was Kansas City. Now they maybe have some home sites, and then it gets to one spot. Talk about how that's laid out. Well, they got they got eight sites now across the country, and the last three years we've hosted. You know, they send four teams to you, uh, and you you, you play a, you know two games, and if you win, the, the final sixteen teams go to Kansas City. So we hosted last year. They sent three other teams here. They rank them one through sixty four. So wherever you rank, they kind of do that accordingly, and and you have to win two games at your home at. at two games at a regional site in order to go to Kansas City. And our school has been more than gracious enough to put up the money and allow us to play at home. I mean, they were doing a thing the other day, and we've, we've only won 44 of our last 45 games at home. So obviously playing at home in the national tournament is critical for us because the chances of winning are pretty high. And, We've done that the last several years and gone to Sweet 16. So they only have the final 16 teams that come to Kansas City uh, like the third week in March. Yeah. That. Uh, can you keep the, Can you keep having the games at your place? Is it going to be political? Or you won so much there. What's the deal there? Money. <laughs> like okay. everything, it comes down to who's going to Who's going to pony up? Who's going to pay the money? I mean, there's like a, I think it's like a ten or twelve thousand dollar fee you have to pay, and obviously you're trying to recoup a bunch of it out of the gate. And, and sure. we've 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 had terrific crowds. We've had terrific crowds here, so that's that's helped. Plus, three other teams are coming here that obviously have had really good seasons, so they're going to travel pretty good. <laughs> so we can recoup some money at the gate, but it's. It's all about, it really is. I mean, last year we hosted, I mean, there's eight sites, and last year we hosted, Loyola hosted in our league, and Talladega hosted in our league. And so, you know, it's just, you know, people going to put up the money if you have a good team, you think you're going to advance, you know, you have an advantage of playing, you have an advantage of playing at home. And, yeah. and the other part of it, too, is you, if you're playing at home, you know, your guy, your your head of officials is assigning officials. Well, as you know, if you've seen no. that official, you know eight, nine, ten times, and the other guy hadn't seen them, that that's a that's a that's an advantage for us, as you know. Sometimes I don't want to see the ones I've been seeing. Uh, <laughs> I need your help on this, Scott. Two days ago, on the radio, your father told me I was stupid. Is that not tell me I was stupid on the radio? Uh, would you ever tell one of your sons? I said that I did not. Would you ever I tell said, one of your I sons? That, that's stupid. I didn't say he was. Would stupid. you ever tell one of your sons they were stupid? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I say stupid. No, but are you shocked? Are you shocked at that? I mean, then he called me stupid. You know, he, he, and then some guy I talked to going, yesterday he I said, said he, that's that's stupid. I didn't call him stupid. Scott. And I talked to a guy yesterday that's advertising with us and heard it and he said and he cussed at you too. He did. Uh, he said he said he said, I didn't call you stupid. I didn't call you stupid, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't call you stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Uh, yeah. So anyway, what he calls me stupid. Me, what did that guy say? He said 
Well, he said, I listen to your show a lot, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, sometimes we get into it. He said, yeah, I heard y'all getting into it the other day. I said, you heard him call me stupid? And he said, yeah, and I heard him cuss at you, too. I said, yeah, and my mom's listening, too, but I don't know <laughs> whose side she takes on that. So. Oh, she takes Look, do they like Do they like this? Do the, y'all listen, do they like this? Do they like what? Hey, do they like this? Do they like the sports talk? Or they like y'all fussing back and forth with each other because they, they might like they probably like y'all fussing back and forth hey, with each other. They probably God, all, I, all, I, all I've got, Scott, is me and my dog. You know what they like, <laughs> Scott? They like it when he's what? in the in the car trying to do the show in the car on two eighty, honking the horn at people, saying "Go on, go on." He's on live radio, and he's on, radio. he's on two eighty, yelling at people. I ain't yelling at nobody. Uh, uh, yeah. We could we could spend some time talking about how many times I beat all y'all in in, in basketball. Uh, longs and shorts is a joke. I beat y'all so much. Scott would go in crying. He, 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 he didn't let me do. He didn't let me do this. He didn't let me do that. That would be a short story right there. Yeah. I think you're having Alzheimer, Alzheimer's now. I think you got a little Alzheimer's going on. I'm a cat. I'm a candidate for it. Ain't no doubt about that. Scott uh, at the house, at his house, he has a golf closet. Right, oh, I, so he, I, I, he has I, I, a little little sticky note on there that if you open it. Something bad's going to happen to you. If you went in that closet and you took anything out, how far would you get from the house before the phone started ringing? Oh, you wouldn't get out of the neighborhood. You, <laughs> I mean, if you took one sleeve of balls, you wouldn't even get, you wouldn't get out of the freaking neighborhood. Stealing. I don't t- t- teach y'all to steal. They call that I mean, stealing. Uh, look, a lot of stuff in there is old now. He needs to refresh uh, yeah, that thing a little bit, Scott doesn't it. Yeah, Scott's quit using those kind of golf balls, Barry. He's got those more expensive. He don't even look at my golf balls anymore. Yeah, he, yeah. He's he lived on the golf course down oh, there. Yeah. He's he, nine he and oh. Yeah, he ain't studied my golf equipment, no yeah. sir. No, it's no. not good enough. It's not no, good enough. I guarantee it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Your equipment's outdated. Oh yeah, I understand. I got it all figured out. Yeah, yeah. way outdated. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got a bunch of sets of clubs out there in the garage, too. Yeah, sell those. He's got some books out there, too, if you need a book. You need a book? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. This interview's over. Good job, If you guy. want a book, if you don't give a book out for Christmas, uh, you get get some books out of there. Uh, all right, who are you playing next before we let you go? Let's see. Y'all got two weeks off. What are y'all doing with two weeks off? Well, we, we got a makeup game. We, did, we were supposed to play Blue Mountain over Mississippi last uh, Tuesday, and because those tornadoes came through there. So we have a makeup game um, Tuesday over there. So we'll have that. Then we're in exams. And then we have two more games uh, over in Atlanta before we go home for the holidays for a few days. So I, I just like to make, you know, as Dad will tell you, you know, some teams you like more than others. And, and sometimes you just, you know, things just click. And right now my biggest job is, is trying to, keep away from being, getting complacent, you know, and just keep the wheels on track and quit being, you know, try not to be complacent. And, and I mean, I think sometimes when you're, when you're winning, you're winning a lot. Everybody wants to do that. Sometimes I think that can kind of blindside you too to your weaknesses and stuff. And so I'm always trying to analyze, you know, what can beat us. I mean, what, what can teams do to beat us? And, and obviously we can get beat. And, and so you're just trying to research and, and keep your guys, on their toes, but we're also going to play probably deep into March. So I'm trying to be extremely smart. We went 
six straight days, so I'm giving them a couple of days off. I'm getting them Friday and Saturday off so they can, can get back rested mentally. I just think it's, you know, to have your head mentally ready to go and practice and be eager about practices, I think it's really important because the season is so long, especially when you're going to play in a, in a national tournament. So you got to be smart throughout the season and get them some time off, and, and that's what we're trying to do as well. Obviously, Scott, anybody can get a radio show. Dad and I got one. I know you're on one. Uh, down in Montgomery a day or two a week. Uh, if TCU and USC both lose, is there any way Alabama gets into the play? got to both lose, or does TCU have to get blown out for Alabama to get into the top four? What are they saying in Montgomery? I think they get in. I mean, I just think this – I mean, people are going to go crazy, oh. but I think they get in <clears throat> just right. because of who they are and – where they've been and what they've done. Because, look, if you ask Georgia, who would you rather play, TCU or Georgia or Alabama, they would be jumping up and down about playing, it, playing TCU. And you know it and I know it. Kirby Smart wants no part of it. So you always think, but who do they not want to play? Well, you know well, you're, they you're, don't want Alabama in that totally mix. different. Uh, Scott, your brother's totally different. I don't think Alabama is. Really? I, don't, I think Tennessee should be ranked ahead of Alabama. They might not deserve. You're, you might be right. You might be right. They might not deserve it. They might not deserve it all. But if you ask Kirby Smart and and Harbaugh, do you want Alabama in? Would you rather have some of these other teams in? They gonna they gonna pick them other teams. Would you agree to that? Uh, probably because of Bryce Young. Just because, just because of Nick Saban. Just because of him. But you're right. They don't. They absolutely do not deserve to be in. But, you know, I think if TCU gets gets beat and USC gets beat, there's a way they could possibly slip in there and get in there. Um, uh, I, I do I do believe that. And, it's, you know, it's just – I've said this on Doug's show here in, in Montgomery a lot, and, you know, and I've always felt like, you know, one thing that will be extremely difficult for Coach Saban to overcome, and that's young people and money. Because that's the root of all evil, and 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 when you're when you got one guy making one million or two million, another guy making fifty thousand, I don't care what you say. That and they're looking, at, they're staring across from each other, and and they're driving different type cars. That 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 is a issue in that locker room that causes division, and that's one thing I think. Even as smart as Saban is, I think that's a tough mountain to climb. Would y'all agree or disagree? Oh, I think that's tough. I think these oh, guys, I, I think these guys at Alabama are getting more money than people realize. I just don't think they're out bragging about it as much. Now, of course, Bryce Young, which he's earned it. Uh, he's making more than everybody else. But I think when you have a kid like that who is so humble, uh, and so appreciative of everything and handles himself in a first class man, I don't think him making that money is a problem in the locker room with him because of the type of person he is. But there's 80 uh-huh. other guys in true, there. True, true. Uh, you know, and they don't, and they don't have, they don't have his personality. I would agree with you about it. They don't have yeah. his personality. But there's something, there's something, there's something going on that the public doesn't know that the coaches know there's going on behind the scenes for them to play the way they play. Plus, right. plus yeah. the fact, plus the fact that you know a lot of these really good players they got, they've only been there one year, so they don't have a, you know, they don't. The, some of their better players are, are, have not been involved in their culture 
you know, it's, there's a lot of value to having guys in your program three and four and two years. I mean, my team right now, my two best players, one's been with me five years, other's been with me three years. You, you know how valuable that is? They've been in my program and heard what I've had to say and know how to manage the locker room. That, that stuff's I'm vital, get, I'm don't getting you think? Some, I'm getting some text in from Montgomery. Well, it, it, Here's the problem I have with giving you three boys I got. <laughs> uh, give one of you one thing, the other two all mad jealous. Yeah. So I got to slip <laughs> give one of you something so the other, uh, the other, one, uh, other two won't know about it. Uh, well, I had not got nothing slipped to me, so I need to find out what Jim and Barry get oh, slipped yeah, to. Them. Right I ain't had nothing slipped slip to me. Right. You did? You're, you're an unappreciative slipper. You, you, you better. You didn't get. You didn't, he gave me a car. You didn't get a car. Uh, I'm, no, get, no, I'm getting some. I'm getting some texts from Montgomery uh, that are saying, "Is this uh, talking about you? Is this Dabo speaking, talking about his record?" And then he wants to know, do y'all know that LSU is playing tomorrow? And he said, your brother is stupid. Do you know who this is, Scott, that is texting me right now? Uh, Scott? No, no I don't know. Y'all that, do know LSU is playing? That's your, that's your, is that your Oh, oh, oh. Y'all oh, do that's know? Tim Lee. Yeah, yeah. He Tim, says, that's Tim Lee. He says you're acting like Dabo bragging on your record. Oh, that that's Tim Lee. You got you got to consider the source there. Just consider yeah. the source. And, and the fact I saved, I saved his life. You saved Tim's life. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Good. All right, Scott. Get back to work. Go watch some film or something. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you guys. All right. Thanks, thank you, Scott. Have All right. Thank you for having me. All right. Tell them about bye. Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Three four five. Three four five. One two three four. What a number that is to remember. 205 area code and Prince Glover and Hayes are attorneys at law that have been successful. They're attorneys at law that know the changes in law. And they're attorneys at law that will sit down with you at 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with you about the problems that you have. And I think that you're going to find it will be a simple, easy visit, uh, questions asked that you can answer and things said to you that you need to know if if you're if you're having some problems with somebody or somebody feels like they're having some problems with you, Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys. He didn't ask me. Pl- he didn't ask me my record. I'm three and up. Yeah, congratulations. Huh. And so uh, <laughs> I will also mention uh, Animal Companion uh, Hospital over to Narrows on two eighty six three five zero three one three. Six three five zero three one three. I got Sam over there. They're the very best. Sit, Joe. You think uh, Dabo off when you first visit? Off. Yeah, you get one month free at uh, First Domain Condos yeah. if you tear it on the inside yeah. the locker room. Right. One month free. That's thousands yeah. of dollars right there. You ought to go over there and get one free, and then after a month, is that worth my place for your mother? Yeah. Uh, you're right there by City Cafe. You're right there. That little area. Uh, in Don't you Nor- be my neighbor. That little area in Norport. It's like Mayberry, isn't it, uh, Joe? It's nice down there. You well, know, I, I walk in around. Such a great mood every day. Yeah, it's sweet down there. Right uh, there in Norport? Is it Norport? Coach, yeah, right come be my Norport. neighbor. Yeah, right there in Norport. Three-bedroom, three-and-a-half baths. First to Main Condos. You go to firstdomaincondos.com. They're building them now? They're built, baby. You can go look at them now. Joe, if you were fishing with Dad. Fishing. Fishing. How long would you be out there if they weren't biting? About five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. Would he pack the cooler, or what would you, would you have to put the bait on the hook? 
Mm, I don't believe. Uh, I believe I would. Yeah, he would you, wouldn't know how to put no. You heard Neil Calloway said he would not eat a fish that he cleaned. Uh, that you please put him up to that. Oh, oh Neil no. Calloway! I didn't put Neil Calloway well, up to that. Well, you fixed you fixed the wording. Or, you know, you fixed the wording. Where he'll say the right answer. Yeah. Well. I know the answer to the question before I ask it. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Three more Alabama football players have entered the transfer portal. The Alabama Crimson Tide football team is ranked number six in this week's college football playoff rankings. The Philadelphia Eagles are creating a Christmas album for the holiday season. Three Alabama alums received NFL Weekly Honors. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving along pretty well. Now, we do see some stop-and-go traffic on McFarland in the construction zone in Northport. Now, if you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the holiday season, and towns of Nissan says, ho, 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 gotta go. Gotta get a deal, you know, at towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. At Academy Sports and Outdoors, they carry all the gear you need from the top brands. All at prices you'll love. And now shopping at Academy is more convenient than ever. They offer coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today, Tuscaloosa's high 66. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 59. And for the weekend, cloudy tomorrow and Sunday. Occasional showers are likely both days. The high tomorrow is 65, the high Sunday 61. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Wayne's Pest Control, serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from its unwanted pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. They'll get it ready here as it's turning cold because when it warms up, it will be so green. It'll look beautiful. But let them take care of it for you now. Give them a call. $60 off the initial pest control service. 866-WAYNES-1. It's very important you tell them you heard it on inside the locker room, Joe. All right, to the Wayne's Pest Control Hotline, get Tony in. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Good morning. i tell you what, you guys today have – I've been rolling on the floor. I mean, you guys have been great today. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. 
your brother and you and your dad together. Oh, my God, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's great. The other thing I wanted to say, though, too, on a serious note, having that young fellow on from your team, I think that's probably the best. Yeah, that's the best thing I've heard on media, period. It's because you found somebody off the street, a young man, to come on and talk about what his team's doing and what he's doing. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I mean, that was that was really impressive listening to that young man talk. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's a great kid. Really uh, he's a great kid. And he. I wish you guys really knew him. He's why you coach because uh, he appreciates everything you do for him. Uh he will outwork you. I mean, he can't, every day he's calling me, Coach. Can you come down here? Can you let me in? Can you can you let me in the gym? He's wanting to to work on his game all the time, and so uh, he's averaging, like I said, right at twenty three points a game. But it doesn't happen just on game day. It's all the work that he puts in. I appreciate that of him. Well, I'll tell you something right now. As a veteran, it makes you feel like it was well worth everything you did. To, when you see young people like that, they're they're well worth the effort. To, yeah. to keep this country free, I'll no, tell you that. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. What else, you, you, guys, got? Are, you guys are? I ain't got nothing else. I just want to tell you, it's a great show. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed you three together, though. I mean, I can. I'm sure your mom. She probably needs. I don't know what she probably needs. Has this duty pay or something? You know, well, I'm telling uh, you right the, now. The boy. It, the only problem is boys don't tell the truth. That's a problem. <laughs> now my oldest brother. Now he's totally different. Uh, you know, he's coaching the team and. We always tease him. He works them so hard, they quit on him left and right. I say, Jim, you got to back off of him a little bit. Uh, he's real serious all the time, so we're all kind of different, uh, Tony. But uh, we uh, we got a great mom that uh, kept us all straight, and uh, we appreciate her. She's she's the quarterback. Uh, she's the captain of this team. I can assure you that. So, Coach, I want to know something. What's all, what's all hid in the golf? Closet. Oh my know that. gosh, Tony! They touch my go- they, they try to get in and get my gloves, my golf balls, my tees. You know that they leave my. I tell them this, I, if you touch anything, it's a great plague that will come over you. Tony, he's got <laughs> shoes, ball. I mean, like boxes of balls. Uh, some of them are probably outdated by now. Uh, Y'all need to leave him alone, Coach. Already told me he's put he's put me in the wheel and said I got everything that's in the golf closet. There is right. probably Tony. There's probably five hundred thousand dollars worth of golf equipment, and he hadn't spent a dime on any of it. He didn't spend one cent on any of it. Get us, get me off this shot, And it's now, all I got, free, free. I've, I've got one more thing. Joe, okay. I'll tell you, if you want to make, if Joe wants to make a lot of money, put Wimp and Barry fishing. I'll do a video of them two fishing together. I'm telling you right now, that would sell. That would sell a lot of, that sell a lot of views. Well, the big, only problem was I'd outfish him because I know how to, he don't even know what a straight line fish What if we is. brought Sonny out there, Tony? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, he, he, if he was fishing with me, he'd say, "Hand me another cork. Mine's going all the way out of sight." Yeah, you. The patience <laughs> of him fishing, Tony. I'd have to get on the other side of the lake because I'd have to do everything over there. So, uh, anyway, thank you, Tony. You guys are great. Right, thank thank you, you very much. I thank you, Tony. You. Tony's awesome. Uh, Tony needs to yeah. call more. He brags on us a lot, Joe. You no, don't, he don't need to call. He don't need to call anymore. <laughs> right? No, he needs to call every day. Joe don't ever brag on us, Joe. 
got me in trouble. I got a bunch of bad emails yesterday. Well, I saw I saw her eating some uh, something to get eat over overseas, and uh, I told her I sent her a note. Told her Mac was starving. Oh yeah, Jenny's posting all these pictures of her in Vienna. I mean, and I have some sausages. She's they ate some, and she's in all these castles and doing all. So you, so you post all these pictures, and so I told her I was going to Bessemer on with Monday. I'll post my pictures from Bessemer. She's in Vienna, <laughs> and I get to go to Bessemer. Uh, yeah, bright star. Uh, Mac. He comes to the game last night, and every time we call timeout, I look over. He's sitting in my seat. I'm like, Mac, you're going to have to get go to the back. Did you, during the middle of the game, I and mean, we're in a tight game, did you bring any money for the concession stand? He's asking me. <laughs> you don't get any cre- uh, concession stand credit? When he goes to concession stand, the problem is he goes over there and he'll come back with two candy bars. And I told the lady running the concession stand, I said, I don't care what he orders. He only gets one candy bar. He'll come <laughs> back with two candy bars and popcorn. And he can't Take that after daddy. Yeah. So, uh, but he was there last night and we had, and I got home and he was laid up on the couch watching his iPad. It's like 9 15. I'm like, you got to get a shower, son. And he said, well, Jack told me I could have ice cream. So I said, well, you can't get the ice cream till you get the shower. So we got a shower when he had some chocolate ice cream. He ain't going to ever want his mama to come back. Uh, all the stuff he gets, get to stay up late, get ice cream. I can't beat that. Not a bad deal. All right, uh, we'll take this break. Up at the phone lines, 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama women's basketball head coach Christy Curry met with the media after Wednesday's win against Mercer. Just really proud of our team tonight with their effort. I thought we were disruptive on the defensive end. Um, and really uh, forced them to be uncomfortable early and often and left our depth and you know, the press and, and, again, not just allowing them to come down because they're really good in the half-court execution. So thought everything started for us tonight on the defensive end and we were able to create some easy baskets from our defense. I love who they're trying to be. You know, we've been coaching them um, and we've been asking them to do little things better. Um, understanding scouts and tendencies. I thought we did a really much better job with that tonight. I thought we tried to rebound on the offensive end. Um, we went hard every single time. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama basketball on Saturday. First, the Crimson Tide women's basketball team will host Chattanooga at noon central with radio airtime at 11.55 a.m. across the network. Then at 6.30, we will go on the air for Alabama men's basketball against South Dakota State with tip-off set for 7.38 p.m. from Coleman Coliseum. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the Townsend Eastside Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Traffic moving along pretty well. Now, we do see some stop-and-go traffic on McFarland in the construction zone in Northport. Now, if you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. It's the holiday season, and Townsend Eastside says, ho, 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 gotta go. Gotta get a deal, you know. At Townsend Eastside, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all-new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical... In the App Store and Google Play and take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. Before you close down the show, I got a little birdie told me why Coach uh, was in such a good mood today. Why's that? Well, what's the what's the longest putt you ever hit, Barry? Oh, Lord. Did he hit a long putt yesterday? Allegedly, he hit two 20-footers on 17 and 18 to close out his group and win his match. No. That's what birdies <laughs> say. Is this? Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tim's been calling. Is in, this sure. a call for us right here? This call. All right, let's get, let's get to the uh, Alabama one hotline and bring Mike in. Good morning, Mike. Hey, guys. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? We're good. How are you, Mike? Hey. I'm doing fantastic. All right. I got uh, three quick things real quick, and I'll hang up. I don't I want y'all's guy. I want, I'll listen to uh, what y'all's answer are. All right. All right. The big championship game tomorrow, uh, tonight. I want you. I'm, who is your pick for the USC Utah game? Uh, the Georgia LSU game. Do they have? Does LSU have a chance to keep it close, even though they won't win? Uh, and the uh, uh, Kansas State and TCU games. Does uh, Kansas State have a chance to beat TCU? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. All right, Dad. Go through each one of those. Uh... Okay, Kansas State has a chance to beat TCU. I don't know that they will, but they have a chance to. Kansas State's darn good. Almost beat them last time. Got beat by ten. But it wasn't a ten point game, so I don't know where you're gambling on the game or not. But I don't know what the line is even. But it's Three. Kansas State, it's very very good. So it's it's anybody's game. I think uh, LSU keeps it uh, close for probably three quarters, um, but I think it's probably a two touchdown win for Georgia personally. Uh, maybe more, maybe a little less. But I think I'd say uh, at least two touchdowns. But I think LSU keeps it close for the. Uh, for the first half and maybe into the third quarter. And then the uh, game tonight, Utah is good. If you don't play well, they'll, they'll get you. Uh, probably in this particular case, USC might be a little uh, might be a little bit more headstrong, although Utah is tough. I would say I would say if if USC wins, it would be in a close one. Uh, I think Georgia drills LSU uh, tonight. Uh, I don't know if I'm picking with my heart. I don't know. Uh, Utah, USC. Uh, Utah beat them once. People talk about it's hard to beat a team twice. I think Utah beats them. Uh, if they don't, there's no reason to even Did they watch. beat them this year? Yeah, they beat them. I already beat them. They beat them earlier. That. I forgot all about that. Okay, TC, I, I think Kansas State beats TCU. I like Golly. Kansas State. But, I, but I'm worried about this Utah-USC game. Georgia's going to My only worry is Michigan beating 16.5 or 17, whatever, they, whatever you can get that. Joe, no, it's not whatever you can get it at. It's what it's at. Let's see what it's at, Joe. Uh, Joe posted 17 Oh, yeah, and a half. it's going to be 17 now. 17 and a half. No, 17. So that, he, you don't say he slipped the blue plate in. Uh, it's 17. Take the Wolverines. Uh, they just lost their running back. You knew that, right? Yeah, I know it. After I found that out, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and then Joe, did he do his picks? 
We may have to call you off the air to get your picks. We can get your picks today because we got we ain't got time. Gary won't, right, let, me do, Gary won't let me time, do the picks. The time's over. Good. All right, because uh, Gary's got to talk about first in Maine. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, well, I'll call you off the air, Coach. Coach, you're uh, one thanks. game behind. It's the last And week. you just said he made how many two putts from uh, where? From 20 feet? Who told you that? Ernie uh, Morton. You think it was 20 feet? <laughs> I think it was well, closer to 25. Was quite, it wasn't quite 20, yeah. but it was. It was two good putts. And I, and I putted it left hand low. It was a gimme. All left right, hand low. It was Bye. probably a gimme. All right. Uh, org for all their different products and services. Get by there today. We talked to Mike Brown, so many different specials. They will sit down with you. They'll find the best solution for all of your financial needs. Tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Uh, Joe, send me that Walker McKee interview. I got people wear me out about uh, getting that and getting it posted up. Give us a tie 100.9. Is he home? on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.